Welcome everybody to Life in the World to Come. If you thought last episode was sexy, you better hold on to your fucking dicks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know what the fuck you're into here. Our, we have never been more sexually powerful than we are now. Listen up, you bunch of sixes. <laughs> It's life in the world to come, aneurysm edition. <laughs> We're back with the pitch it shifter. Fucking the pitch shifter. And the speech jammers again. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Like, like. Listen, baby. Ooh. Wait, okay, okay. I'm going to take off the headphones for a second so I can actually talk cuz I want them to I want them to appreciate what I'm about to say. Listen, baby. Ooh. Come come on come on down. Take a seat next to daddy. I made you this I I made I made you a shepherd's pie. <laughs> come on down, baby girl. I made you this shepherd's pie for you to eat with for us to eat together. I'm going to come in, come here. I'll baby bird it right into your mouth. <laughs> Let me let me give you a shepherd's pie kiss, baby girl. I mean, we're gonna baby get girl. together and yeah, let's snowball some brisket, <laughs> baby girl. Let's we're gonna let's let's put together a fucking eight course course barbecue. We're gonna mm. let's we're gonna just oh, we're not, baby girl. I have absolutely zero interest in you sexually. I just want just really hungry. I'm hungry, girl. I'm hungry, and I got too much food. Share this food with me, girl, and it'll go to waste. <laughs> Please don't mistake this for romantic or sexual advance. No, baby I just, girl. I just, I look. I can't help my, <laughs> my devastating guy. sexual charisma. That's not something. That's that's not on me, baby girl. That's on you. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> baby girl. I'm gay. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know, baby. I'm There's some 2009 part of me that finds that utterly hilarious. Fuck. I want to start over. Ba baby girl, my penis was destroyed in an industrial accident. I lost my penis in the war, baby girl. I, I just want you to try my cooking. I'm going to culinary school. <laughs> and I need someone to tell me if I'm doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to Live Life of the World to Come. Aneurysm edition. I'm Beans McSprout. And I'm Barry White. Nice. Welcome to the show, Barry. <laughs> I'm never, never gonna give you up. Nice. I'm never, never, never gonna know. Ooh. Yeah. Girl, I, guess can't leave I want this to go longer. <laughs> well, I've I've sung all the words to that song that I know. So, and I've and I've and I sung the thing. And I did the melody, the, the part of the melody that I know. What? So, I well, I did the words that I know, and I sung the part of the melody that I know. So I've exhausted all of my very white knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this uh, pitch shifter doesn't have the same sort of an effect on my other voice. 
<laughs> I don't know how that sounded to you. Yeah. <laughs> but there's there there so really many bad. extra syllables in all the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> Call an ambulance. Quick. 911. I, 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 we have a medical emergency concerning the, the sexiest man who's ever lived. <laughs> I, have, I have a fucking eight and a half foot tall man laying here. <laughs> just, and I get, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but I just looking at him, he's just fucking brimming with, with testosterone. <laughs> I, I feel like I can see, I don't think, I don't think his nose is bleeding. I think that's testosterone. It's just pure just testosterone. Yeah. There's no more room for it in there. It's just, it's just overflowing from right. my nose. Yeah, when I say overflowing with testosterone, I mean that very literal, literally. All right. What other fun, fun, silly bits can we do with this voice picture thing? Oh, let me uh, think. I'm the Grim Reaper. I'm coming to take your soul now. Look at my scythe. I'm going to cut your head off and bring you to the other side. Well, baby, that's one idea. <laughs> what? But could I make another suggestion? Sure, I guess. How about you? How about how about you coming on in here, Grim Reaper? I made you a shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, as you can see, I don't have innards. Oh, that's okay, baby. You just ooh, no. Come on in here. Smear it on my pelvis. Oh, now we're speaking the same language. <laughs> Get that shepherd's pie now, all up in the slots between my vertebrae. <laughs> now, now, before we go any further, Death, I just want to make things <laughs> abundantly clear. I do not have a penis. I lost it in an industrial accident. <laughs> now, this may seem sexual to you, but this is just how I like to do my business. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know about your penis. I dragged it kicking and screaming into hell. <laughs> the Twilight Zone. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> everybody to life in the world to come the advice show podcast about the apocalypse where we answer your burning questions about how to survive the coming end of the world i'm beans mcsprout and i'm 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 chris dunn two fucking two fucking like eight foot tall dudes burst into here and did their own intro it was weird it was fucked up we had to call the police yeah it took like it took an entire swat team to get those motherfuckers out of there they had to kill them they had to we that we i just i saw someone die for the first time i saw two eight foot tall people die in each other's arms i saw i saw one i saw an eight foot i saw my first two eight foot tall people today and then i watched them both die in In each each other's other's arms arms. Yeah. yeah bleeding to death Gazing into each other's eyes, saying, "This is it, Harold." I'm bummed out. Yeah, this is like I'm. I'm sad. 
started yeah, no, this podcast. You know, this is fucked up. Yeah. I'm trying to go into it with a lot of energy to try and make up for it because I just witnessed a tragedy. But when I called the, when I called the police, I asked that they, you know, I asked that they I asked that they not send an officer. I asked I asked that they send like a conflict resolution specialist. And right. they just sent like fucking like fucking 12 skinhead cops with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh speaking of skinheads coming to your house. Yeah. One time I had to uh I think get my what was it that I, I I don't know if my car battery was dead and I couldn't jump it or something. My car had broken down and I had to call AAA and the guy who showed up absolutely full fucking skinhead. Jesus Christ. Like absolutely like ab- like undeniable Nazi tattoos all over him. Thank thank God you have an Irish last name. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And I made sure to tip him extra big. <laughs> and then say shalom as he left. <laughs> Just to prove him wrong. Right. <laughs> Just to say, hey, look at us. We're we're not greedy. No. No. We're petty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In a weird way. I feel like I'm hearing myself twice right now. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna that's why I took the headphones off. I was oh, also kind of getting that a little there's bit. There's definitely yeah. a latency. Hold on, let me just yeah, pause for I a wonder, second. I wonder what the uh <laughs> the fucking deep voice stuff would have sounded like if we hadn't I don't had know. Let me see. Been able to just be sexy. All right, check it out. Check, check, check it out. Check, 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 check it out. It's life in the world to come. Check out my penis. Check, no. What? Why? Because. Look at it. Fine. Welcome, everyone, to life in the world to come. I'm Beans McSprout. I'm, you, and that, that's true. It's, it, that is, that is true about you. Yeah. That's, that's who I am. I mean, we've been talking all this time about how, about like your fake name, mm-hmm. you know, about yeah. how Will Wood is a stage name. Yeah. And I think it's really brave of you to finally come out. And like and and be who you really are on this podcast. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm Beans McSprout. Oh. And that's always been who I am. Right. Okay. And I'd really appreciate it if you didn't call me something else. Okay. It feels disrespectful. Right. And I feel like you're doing it intentionally to so, so you, you upset me. You've never used the stage name Will Wood. I don't know who you think you're talking to right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I completely confused you for someone else. Yeah, no, that's I mean it's understandable. You know, because you, I, I, uh, I, I'm often uh, confused for um, people. A lot of people think that I am uh, the, the, the guy from My Name is Earl. Right. Okay. Uh, they think that I'm uh, Alan Cumming. Uh, they think that I'm Adrian Brody's love child with Macaulay Culkin. But, um, okay. I do. I am curious. Yes. I am curious. How do you, how'd you get in here? You sound insane right now. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I just, Do you want me to call someone? There, I'm just wrapping my head around the, uh, the 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 world building that we're creating here. Uh huh. Okay. So just to, so to be clear, uh-huh. I Chris Dunn have have never done a podcast with Will Wood. It's only ever been with Beans McSprout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to. I it, and I understand that I sound fucking stupid for having to say that out uh-huh. loud. Yeah. Um, no, you but, sound crazy. Yeah, no, but I'm glad I. Oh, but I just wanted to make sure so that I, we all understand. You know, it's the it's, situation. That's fine. Um, uh, people mistake me for a lot of different people. Okay. Um, the name Will Wood uh, is not even something that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That sounds like like some like uh, dork loser nerd. Like it, like a six kind of like yeah, a, probably like a six, like probably like, like a, a total six. At six. Best. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, like I bet he listens to Life in the World to Come, right? Yeah, ironically, those yeah, yeah, notoriously sixes, yeah. 
um anyway anyway what's good what's good dude dude what's good what's good what's good i'm I'm doing all right yeah yeah this is the part of the podcast where we catch up with each other but we've been hanging out for like been, 24 yeah, hours about 24 hours yeah. solid yeah, yeah so there's not much to catch up on how'd you sleep I slept pretty good. Good. I kind of just turned myself off and then woke up five hours later. Man, felt lucky. pretty okay. I I had a dream that I had a really really big dick and it wasn't good. I don't remember much about it. I just remember it not being good. Well, that's that. Okay. Well, this is a perfect segment for mm-hmm. our podcast. Yeah, I think so. I think we what we need to do is we need to dig deep into this dream and figure out what it says about not only you but what you know. Yeah. What 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 the world has in store for itself? Oh, I th- I think I know exactly what it means. Well, let's before well before we, before we start let's let's start at the beginning mm-hmm. before we kind of before we dig too deep into what it means let's let's go through the dream take me through it step by step. I have to say I don't remember much. Well, let, let, we'll dig deep. I remember one image. Okay, and it was looking down. Uh huh. I'm naked and yes. I have a very 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 big penis. Okay. When you, okay now let's let's let's. I'm talking about up. like a yard. Okay, that's yeah. what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Okay. And that wasn't good, mm-hmm. which I suppose is to be assumed. Anybody who had a penis like that probably suffers for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was it was like it was in it was in like a, a a context that I could kind of suss out from the vibe of the scene. Right. That like it was supposed to be good in that moment, and it was not. Okay. Oh. Like it. Like mm. I was like, like not scared, but like unhappy. Well, that's interesting. So like so, so it's supposed to be okay. So like I feel like you were, you were maybe in a situation. Where, where, where the person? I, I think. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to say that this that this dream was about imposter syndrome. Mm. This was a dream in which in, in in which you had the thing that you've always craved more mm. than anything else in the world. Right. The thing that you you often told me is your deepest and most secret desire, which is to have a a, a, a huge a huge Chris, ass what you, dawn, what are you doing? a big old fat dick. Chris, can we not? I'm sorry. I told you that. Uh, I well, look. Let's don't don't let your own insecurities get in the way of the work here. This is one of those things. This is one of those things that I'm really gonna want, like out of even like the uncharismatic edition. Will, I'm gonna need (laughs) you to step back. I'm gonna need you to take a step back from your own ego. Okay. And and understand the importance of of figuring this out. Now this that's that's true. If Jordan Peterson can openly write about a dream in which he had sex with his grandmother, then I can handle talking about my big dick dream. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So this this is the you in this dream, you have your your deepest desire, the thing you've always wanted, the big dick. And it's good. It's good. People like it. People are into it. People are talking. Maybe people around town. Well, I'm extrapolating. People okay. around town are saying yes. Ending my yet, real I'm dream. I'm yes. Ending your dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people around town are out there. They're talking about. Damn. Have you heard about Will's big dick? It sure is good. Yeah. It's a good big dick. Yes. That was also part of the dream. And this. And 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 you're. And it's. You've gotten the the sex, is imminent. Mm. <laughs> you yes. are you are imminently going to have sex with a, with a woman yeah. who knows of your big dick and yeah. is excited of excited of it. Yeah, it was she, a, is, she was a very very short woman mm. in the dream. Okay, like she was like uh, like like may, maybe like this checks out. Yeah, maybe like a foot tall. No, the, well, right. This checks out because you because you find yourself in this situation mm-hmm. this what should ostensibly be a good situation a situation in which you have every advantage and you look down at your advantage and you're like i don't know what this is it's too much i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this it's, there's nothing i can do with it it's, it's too big everyone expects this thing of me that i can't give them right even if i even 
the it's the thing. It's like they 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 have a certain set of expectations for you, mm-hmm. and even if those expectations are accurate, mm-hmm. it still puts an undue amount of pressure on you. So, so it's a it's a dream about imposter syndrome. So I don't know if you've just yes anded your way into what I think very is a very accurate interpretation of the actual dream that I had. You know, it's funny. I went into it trying to make it a fun improv game, but I do, I do think I kind of just approached it as, as no, yeah, no, taking you just, apart your dream. You, you just said a true thing about how I feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. You just, you just Damn. properly, properly observed and assessed and described just an, a, a deep inner turmoil that I experienced. <laughs> I've never felt more powerful. Yeah. Well, you I know, feel almost as powerful as I did at the beginning of this episode. Well, there you go. Now you, you know, now you can say, uh, Will, I know you better than you think I do. Well, I, Chris Dunn, dream shaman. <laughs> nice. I like nice. that. Dream shaman. I've always wanted to be a shaman. Well, you can be. That's true. You are one now. Nice. Congratulations. I, I, we inter- and now, I dub so, these shaman. So now, okay. So now we've done, so in, ter- in terms of a uh, comedy podcast, what is the... How would it, what does this what does this say about the future? It says How, what can we um, extrapolate about the world to come based on this information? Well, what it says about the future, what mm-hmm. it says about the post-apocalyptic world that yeah. is uh, almost upon us, is that um, uh, is that most people's dicks are going to be too big. Sure, and and, yeah. and like, but like, and it's going to be convenient because a lot of people who. Would it, would otherwise enjoy receiving that penis are going to be too small to do it. Right. The you know the, the the dream was very much a reflection of your inner turmoil, but at the same time it was also a non metaphorical reflection of the real future. It was a vision of the future. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of relationships are going to be like the uh, the dynamic between Link and Sprite in the Legend right. of Zelda <laughs> cartoon from nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, exactly. Just like. You know, he he's not going to be. You're right. That it, maybe I wonder if that. I wonder. I wonder. Maybe the reason. <laughs> I wonder if when you were if when we were watching the Legend of Zelda animated series last night. Uh huh. I wonder if Sprite gave you a couple of couple of little ideas that planted the <laughs> the, the seeds of. <laughs> I like the idea that the reason that like Link brushes Sprite off so much is yeah. not because he's just a douche who doesn't appreciate affection. No, because he knows his penis will kill her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's trying to protect her. Dirt, right. He's yeah. like, no, Sprite, you don't understand. She doesn't understand. No. Her brain is like literally just microscopic she's very small she's the size of an insect she can't process that she just knows she loves him and he's just like i can't do this look this there's only so many ways this relationship is going to end right and unfortunately some of them end in your death and i'm not willing to accept that yeah so i have to i have to act like i'm not interested in you incredible by being fucking weird to the princess all the time <laughs> by insisting that the princess kiss me and getting gone. mad at her when she doesn't like and not like, like not like playfully mad no it's but like, like, like what the angry fuck? <laughs> like dude okay i don't know everybody needs to know about this cartoon <laughs> it's so fun. everybody needs to know about the 1989 tv adaptation of the legend of zelda because <laughs> honestly like like it is fucking disturbing to watch it's like it's very bad it's and and not just because it's a dumb adaptation for reference earlier on in the evening 
we had watched the film Heavy Metal. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the film Heavy Metal, but like surprisingly similar vibe to the Legend of yeah. Zelda cartoon. Yeah. It's in, just in terms of how they look at women. Yeah. Constant misogynistic undertones. Yeah. You know, just uh, the woman is the reward and the object. And Which clearly, is a literal line that he's that Link says. Don't fucking, I deserve some kind of reward? reward yeah. yeah. The the fucking the hero of time right <laughs> yeah tells <laughs> the princess of Hyrule I saved your life don't you owe me <laughs> and I, you know what's like that, an actual line that's like a thing he says and it's an extremely creepy implication there right because the only person who can save Zelda apparently is Link Link's the hero of Hyrule yeah he defends them he rescues them I and if like... he goes away so does the kingdom and he knows <laughs> oh, that. Fuck. It's like some real Dennis Reynolds it shit. It is some real Dennis Reynolds yeah. shit. Yeah. And the amount of rage that crosses his face whenever she denies well, yeah, him. Yeah, whenever she, like, he's like, it's not funny. It's not no. like, oh, we're just, we're having a fun little. He's like, this, this fucking, like. This bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she, he's always, like, calling her, like, prissy and stuff. Right. Like a prude. And yeah. it's just like, dude, what? It's, it's, it's. it's there's this, this one this, moment. This show the, is for 10-year-olds. It's for like children. Yeah. And, like, you know, normally I'm not the type of person to be like, well, media must be responsible and depict things in a good light. Yeah, normally you know? you're not, but... No, <laughs> like... but I was genuinely mad at this. <laughs> yeah. Because media has to be responsible for sure when you're showing it to fucking children. Yeah. You, you don't just show them whatever. And this is something that shouldn't be shown to even adults. I was about to say, like, I feel like even adults would are, this is like a bad influence for grownups. Look, like adults who take a piece of media and apply it to themselves and use it uh, to justify or normalize shitty behavior. Uh, it's it's still their responsibility. Anything yeah. that they do, I can't criticize the artist so harshly for <clears throat> it's their fault. They did the shitty thing. They're an adult. They should know better. Mm -hmm. Um, at the same time, media does create, does normalize things. And so, like, I'm not making an absolute statement here. I'm saying, generally speaking, that's how I tend to feel. Right. With children's television, you better fucking help these kids with everything you show them. They're children. Like, if you do, like, a, like a fun little fight scene. Yeah. Let's say. Where Link and Zelda, like, they, I forget how it happens, but they somehow, like, get tied together at the waist by a belt. And yeah. They have to do, like, a kind of cool back-to-back fighting off a bunch of dudes thing yeah if you that's cool yes. that's fun yeah. that's a nice thing zelda has a certain amount of agency she's just as much a part of all the fight scenes as link is it shows the value of teamwork that's great that's all really good if you end that scene by having link refuse to remove the belt unless zelda kisses him yeah that may i don't know if i that may you didn't need that. <laughs> like that's and there's not and especially like there's in a like, way where it's like in a way that is clearly supposed to, like what a relatable guy Link is. Yeah. Oh man, he's doing what any of us would do. He pretends to have a cold so he doesn't have to clean the castle. Right. You know, it's, he's just like kind he's of just a lying to his friends. Kind of a kind of a dick, but like a schlub. Yeah. You know, an average an average jerk. 
we all do dumb things and say dumb things now and again, right? Every man. It's, it's, and then it's, it's just so, full-blown monster. Right. It's, it, it's, it's so telling when like a writer writes a character that's supposed to be relatable and they're just like a sociopathic dickhead. Dude. It's so like. And the thing is like, it's hmm. not like Link and Zelda have palpable sexual chemistry or something. No, no. Here's the, the most fucked up thing about the scene I was just describing is that Zelda relents. <laughs> like she's like about to kiss him. And the only reason that she doesn't is because Sprite gets in the middle of it. Not because Sprite's like, hey, this is a fucked up situation, <laughs> but because she's jealous. Because she thinks Link's hot. <laughs> like, it's... And, and, the, and, the, and the thing that's disturbing, that's like really disturbing, is, is like there is no amount of, even in the writing, that they clearly intend to be fun and light and playful yeah they still don't show a light and playful vibe between the characters in that moment no because like she goes fucking no like it, it would be it would be a it would still be weird but it would be a little better if zelda was like oh you but she's not right she just like she visibly straight up hates it every yeah. time yeah she reacts so poorly there's no amount of like 80s like you know oh, stop it yeah no, no it's just none of it it's 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 like it, she like hits him <laughs> like she's like yeah she tries to fight him off physically and yeah. he's like Ugh. like yeah. it's 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 so bad it's an abomination it's so this program. fucking crazy also they had that the, they keep saying there's two triforces that was and that's the honestly, most offensive. That, I was part. about to make the same joke. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that there's two triforces. They say both triforces. Yeah, they say the, the <laughs> I suppose they're still triangles. Yeah. So they can But actually no, they're fucking not. Cause like you some yeah, they look like triangles from some angles, but then they like they sometimes show them from like other oh, yeah, angles. Yeah, no, they're pyramids. Yeah, they're like well not even. They're like these like weird, like sort of like weird polygon shapes that mm. have like triangle faces on them, I guess, but like it's like I don't this even like remember. weird sort of crystal jewel thing. And they talk. Yeah, and they talk. In rhymes. <laughs> they talk in rhymes. Yeah. They talk in like really kind of low effort bad rhymes. Yeah. That would do a lot more explaining in the cartoon. Is if he had the Triforce of Courage, it would explain why somebody who is too much of a coward to face his own ability to m not attack a woman. Right. <laughs> you know, like... like or clean a oh, floor. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, because he's like, you know, like he's... The, the, I, I guess like part, part, maybe, I, I, yeah, maybe he is supernaturally brave, just in that like, because he's so he's clearly, this is a woman who has never ever once accepted his advances, right? And yet every time she does, he's still like, what the fuck? Like he doesn't, <laughs> like he's so confident every time. Every time he thinks he's gonna get the kiss. I was also thinking that maybe like he just like, you know. It's very easy to not behave that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's not it's not hard. It's a very easy thing to do. Just be brave, Link. Right. <laughs> just like, you know, just just be brave. You know what my favorite part of the show was? What? Uh the ending credits. <laughs> Cuz they were just they were it was just Lou Ferrigno doing the uh, or Lou, Lou Albano. Yeah. Different just, wrestler, <laughs> different Italian wrestler, J Captain um, Lou Albano doing the Mario. Doing the Mario. <laughs> they didn't have a Legend of Zelda well, end they, credit no, sequence. No, they just used the same one from Super Mario Super Show. Yeah, I'm assuming because they were like, I think they were paired. they were on the same show. Yeah, but the version of it we were watching was just the Legend of Zelda ones. But yeah. they still use the Super Mario Super Show, doing having Lou Albano doing not a song or rap, just like. 
he sings along. Swing your arms from side to side. That's it. <laughs> I there's love no rhyming. It's just like. This is what the Mario is. It's swing your arms from side to side. Come on, let's go. It's time to do the Mario. Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. That's it. Swing your arms from hey. side to side and take two steps. Hey, Lou, you just described walking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing the Mario every goddamn day of my life. What the fuck are you talking He's about? He's telling you to leave. <laughs> He's telling, hey, show's over. Do the Mario. Hey, do, do the Mario, okay? Get the fuck out of here. Time I got to get out of here. Do. Hey, go outside. Turn off the video games. Go outside. Gotta eat. Gotta gotta get. Gotta get an appointment with some <laughs> gabagool. <laughs> uh, all right, do the Mario. <laughs> and then he stumbles at the end of the dance, very visibly. <laughs> yeah, he, like he does like a Mario pose, but doesn't quite land it. it. They don't do another take. I'm sure he's doing a bit when he does that. I guess. But like, I like to imagine that they that he wasn't, and they just like ran out of film, and he was drunk that day. They're like, this is fine. We're not going to get better out of him. We attempted to watch the Mario Brothers movie, but it was not available anywhere. It can't be found anywhere. It's on Netflix, but not in America. Fuck that. We need a fucking VPN. Fuck. So we watched the Super Mario Bros. Super Show instead, and it wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. Link was also... Legend of Zelda was also really bad, but it was really bad in a way that was at least interesting. Yeah, the Super Mario Super Show has a live action element. Yeah. Uh, wherein... Uh, Two, like, 45-year-old men smear cake all over an 18-year-old girl. Yeah, it was... It was really weird. It was something. Yeah, <laughs> it just was uncomfortable. It was definitely going to be... I don't know. Like, And she was like, oh, boys. And they were like, eh. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'm going to a sloppy yeah, party. Yeah, they, so fucking, this is perfect. They got cake on her. And they're like, oh, no. It's like, it, it's, it's okay. I'm going to a sloppy party, she says, as if that's like <laughs> a, thing. a thing that we all know what it is. Well, and now then you react. They're like, oh, a sloppy party. And they just start fucking smearing cake all over her fucking face and let me just, body. Oh, let me just like <laughs> just, clarify. It wasn't the cake that made her go, don't worry, now I don't have to get a costume for the sloppy party. Right. It was sewage. It oh, was, it wait, was I, overflow from their bad plumbing. <laughs> I missed that somehow. Yeah. How did I keep missing things last night? You were stoned. I was pretty stoned. Yeah. But that that's insane. That's yeah. okay. So she's covered in shit and cake, shit, and piss, and, and cake. Like, two two like hairy Brooklyn guys, just being the, <laughs> two the like fucking disgusting Brooklyn plumbers. Live act, not cute little Mario. No, Louis, no, no, live action hairy men. Yeah, fucking, and not like, like the it's a me kind. The no, hey, it's hey, me. Hey, it's me. Okay, we're gonna get you ready for the sloppy party. <laughs> like, <laughs> This is pre-Mario 64 stuff. Right. They had not established the canon of him being a playful, fun, fresh-off-the-boat Italian guy. Yeah. They were like, yeah, no, this guy's in this Brooklyn. Guy, this guy He's like third-generation Italian. This guy's a third-generation Bro third Brooklyn Italian man. And who, just a plumber. Yeah, and all, but it, but is also like just fucking... If he like if he doesn't make a reference to pizza or pasta at least once every three <laughs> sentences, he'll die. Like, <laughs> he'll pass away. One of the first lines of the whole show is <laughs> Luigi goes, "You've got some spaghetti sauce on your shirt," and and or, or some spaghetti on your shirt, and he pulls a piece of spaghetti off Mario's overalls and like folds it up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's incredible. He folds it up. I don't know why. It's a pretty good bit. It's a good acting choice. I don't, I don't hate that bit. Yeah. 
and 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 then a, a, a young woman who I guess was famous in the early nineties. Yeah, appear, and never. Again. I want to be clear. Appe- appears in their bathroom cabinet. Yeah, they open up their bathroom cabinet, and there's a window with a teen celeb in there. Yeah. And she and then she comes out and they fucking smear cake all <laughs> over. No, first they accidentally get sewage <laughs> yeah, on her. That's right. First they fucking she hose her down with hot sewage. She <laughs> loves it. She fucking loves it. She gets really she, excited because now she can go to the sloppy party without a costume. Just, and they go, oh, okay, cake. <laughs> I wonder how many people in 1990 had their wham rosebud in that moment. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do you th- what do you think? Seeing that as a young man, what what kink do you think that evolves into? <laughs> Wham! <laughs> it's that's what it evolves into. That or you know scat. Yeah, yeah. You're just like you're just like I don't know. What 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 fresh ideas <laughs> would be sparked like... in the mind of a young man seeing a beautiful woman covered in sewage and cake? <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's answer some questions from the Discord server. All right, you you go to town, my let's dude. See. Let's it's do it. life in the world to come with Chris Dunn and Beans McSprout. Let's. I'm just gonna. Let's all spin the-, the wheel. And the arrow lands on you, contestant number one. Okay, this is um, this is the most recent question that we have. This question, this question was posted a fu- fucking hour and a half ago. Here we go. I'm standing this is the up. The most to, recent on, question. Wait, wait, fuck. What, what is this? What is oh, this? Is my. It was head. just very okay. tangled. All this shit is extremely tangled. Up. I'm standing up to increase my energy levels. Okay, so this is this is the question, Christopher William. How will they, how how do they even get vitamins in the gummies? But, but more urgently, how are they doing the world to come? All right, that's the question. The first one's not a question. That first one's bullshit. Stop trying to make me laugh. I'm here to entertain you. Right. And also, we know the, we know the answer. And yeah. It's, We're not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. secret. I was hoping by, by the end of the time I said we know the answer, I would have come with the joke, but I didn't. So, yeah, we're not going to tell you. You're very welcome. <laughs> right. It's a secret. How do they get vitamins in the gummies today? Shh. That's look. That's a that that's a trade secret. The one thing that our powers can't penetrate. Yeah. If there's like contracts involved, we can't see it. Yeah. No. The life like uh, our our uh, visionary abilities do not include things that uh, that required an NDA to first be informed of. Right. If yeah. nobody wants us to know about it, we don't know about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now the good thing is that in the life and the world to come, there will be no non-disclosure agreements. Right. And so because of it, which is why everything's so clear from that point forward. Right. Exactly. It yeah. makes the world a much more easy place to navigate. There's no secrets you can right. really just learn anything you need to learn mm-hmm. and one of those things is how will they put vitamins in gummies in the world to come mm-hmm. very simply yes ghosts <laughs> that's i you know it's it sounds so obvious when you say it. of course <laughs> it's of course it would be how ghosts. else would they do it you got it you got you got it <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm, I'm figuring it out give yeah. me a second yeah. Here, <laughs> i'm right, getting right. there okay i'll, I'll so keep like, laying down information and, right and, okay. and, and, and you'll you'll glom onto something yeah 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 all right so 
Listen, there's going to be ghosts everywhere in the world to come. I mean, uh-huh. left, right, center, 12 uh-huh. o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, yeah. all around the clock tonight, there's going to be ghosts of all kinds. Ghouls, uh, uh, specters, haunts. Banshees. Banshees. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And the banshees are going to be their primary source of vitamins in the world to come. Right. Is banshees. Because you're not going to be able to get nutrients from just anywhere. You can't suck on a fucking radioactive leaf and hope to get some vitamin A out of it. There's no iron in the spinach in the world to come. If you you need your nutrients you gotta hunt banshees i think chris I, tell me yes. how do you catch a banshee so that you can eat it um I if you say banshee traps i'm quitting the podcast no it's not no no no, no. nothing's well yes but nothing so crude right okay uh, it's it's a matter of uh i mean like most banshees are like i think like the 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 spirits of like I could be wrong about this, but I think banshees are traditionally the spirits of like sailors' wives who are waiting for their husbands to come home who who never returned. And so Probably. all you need to do is find their ghost husband. Mm. What you need to and it's going to be a it's you're what you want to do is the best way to get vitamin, vitamins is to set up a ghost dating agency. <laughs> You're going to want to make if you want to make sure that you get all the vitamins you need, make Tinder for ghosts. And you know, and that's exactly what's going to happen in the world to come is that what Tinder eventually evolves into mm-hmm. will be for ghosts. Yeah. And then the uh, vitamin companies will actually outsource their vitamin production to Ghost Tinder. Right. And it's and I want to be absolutely clear about this. It's not. It's a. It's a fake service. Yeah. No. It's we a call trap. It, it is fully a trap. Yeah. There are no ghost husbands. Just of just fucking uh like fucking, like Dan Aykroyd there with a proton pack. Like guess what, motherfucker. Yeah. You're a fucking. You're a fucking. You're a fucking vitamin supplement. You know. Now. It's 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 like. Like, like they always say, you are the product. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah, and in and in with when it comes to ghost Tinder, it very very literal and regular Tinder too. Yeah, because you sign you you click agree to those terms and ser- of uh, of service mm-hmm. in the fine print is we own your your ghost right. when you die, your profile sticks around after you die, and if you deactivate your your profile, they'll reactivate it when you die so that they can capture your ghosts. Using a seductive lure, That's a honeypot, yeah, for banshees. You, and and so I guess, um, I guess like I guess I guess so the first so I guess in terms of like practical steps you can be taking now mm-hmm. is like get really good at like, you know, at like do, making photoshops of hot ghosts. Yes, if you can like if you like to like find like a picture of the rock and like kind of cut them out and then like put them on a different background and yeah. then kind of increase the opacity on it. Yeah. And then you know, and then make it look like a selfie, right? And then a lot of a lot of uh, hot and desperate, lonely ghosts yeah. are going to be like, "Ooh, and I, gonna... I, I, my 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 sailor husband may never come back to me, but um, I, I might I might fall find solace in the warm in the warm arms of this studly ghost." That's how you get your vitamins. Mm-hmm. Get some right swipes, man. Right, yeah. Right swipe for vites. Right swipes what, for vites. It's going to be an incredibly common saying in the apocalypse. And it's also going to be a company, right? And that's going to be the main production of uh, uh, um, vitamin supplements in gummy format mm-hmm. in the world to come. Will be via the production line uh, owned by uh, right swipes for vites. Yes. Um, or uh, rice why buy? Rice why buy? Uh, rice why buy? <laughs> uh, is uh, I just want to let you uh, just just really quick just. Um, uh, this episode of Life in the World to Come is brought to you by Rice Uh-huh. Uh, go to RiceYVI.com 
and uh, if you're slash a, life in the world to come. And you can get uh, $20 off a subscription if you're a lonely ghost. Mm-hmm. If you're a lonely ghost and, you know, and you and you've kind of and you finally after a thousand years uh, come to terms with the fact that your beloved husband will never return from sea. Uh, hey, you know, there's still there's there's still hope for you out there. Your other option now, if you don't want to have, if you don't want to go through Y to get your vitamins, and you want to uh-huh. go, you know, rogue get them yourself, because a lot of people are going to want to do that, because um, you're not going to want to trust companies in the world to come. Certainly not more than you can right now. No, no. Um, and uh, so another thing you can do: disguise yourself as a sailor, find some haunted houses, and go, honey, I'm home. That's true. Skip, because that's the thing. Not every, because not everyone has. Uh, has the fucking resources to start a tech company certainly not after the apocalypse no i mean that's like like fucking like demons and monsters you need to ensnare into your uh uh, machinery in order to make them work Mm -hmm. because because electricity is going to be tough to generate yeah so like just fucking dress up like a hot sailor and go to a spooky mansion exactly go to a spooky mansion with like a a, a little a funny little hat on Mm -hmm. and like tight white shorts no shirt Yes, and just be like, "Ooh, what's going on in here?" Start gyrating. Just start gyrating. Yep. And when and when the banshees inevitably come out to like you know to see what see to take take a take a look at the show, banshees that's are when fucking. You, that's dumb. when you whip out your gun. Yeah. And you shoot. And it. then you shoot. The, and then <laughs> you, you kill. The then you kill the ghost with your gun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, because in, interestingly enough, um. Ghosts, while well, they're going to be incorporeal as ever, yeah. Uh, bullets are also going to be incorporeal, right? Y- you'll be able to kill uh, ghosts with the go- with the ghosts of bullets, right? Past. All the, all bullets are going to die, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be able to load them up in your in your spirit gun, yeah, which will have also have died, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a gun, kill it, kill it. It'll be more powerful once it's dead, right? It's going to be your gun is useless until you kill it. <laughs> Sneak up on your gun while it's sleeping <laughs> and stab it or shoot it. I was going to say, shoot your gun with another gun so that your gun's ghost can shoot ghost bullets at a banshee so you can get vitamins. Yes. That's going to be your most surefire way of getting vitamins without going through Rice Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because Rice Wi-Fi is not a trustworthy company. They do all kinds of tricks and shit to get, you know, what the, to, to, to increase their shareholder value. I, I mean, it's it's an entire business based around entrapping ghosts, which yeah. granted is a necessary part of life in the world to come, but yeah. it doesn't make it any less gross, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like being in charge of like fucking Tyson chicken. Right. It's like, yeah, I get, you know, people need to eat, I guess, but they need to eat like this. Yeah. Like what you want is a free range ghost, right? What you want, you want, you want a banshee that has like lived its whole life in a mansion mm-hmm. and has you been know, comfortable, has been comfortable, has been, has been uh, happy and healthy, getting enough, has enough space to roam around. It's also better for the flavor of the meat. Yeah. 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 It's healthier and it, it tastes better when you know the banshee's happy or as yeah. happy as a banshee can as a happy be. Can, well, that's again, that is why having, I mean, that's like, see, free, free range, free Doing free range is so much more complicated. There's so many more steps mm. because you like need to pay a guy to pretend to be the ghost of their dead husband, right? Just to keep him happy, you know, lie right. to them for their whole lives, right? Until it's time for them to be slaughtered, right? And that, just because it's like the moral thing to do, it is. Yeah, yeah. you you want to care for your livestock, yeah. So um, the other way to do it is Banshee Farms, right. um, 
you know, if if you can if you can get that together, start up a banshee farm, you'll be able to more easily, you know, get the meat you need while also treating them in a way that's humane. Yeah. Um, and also you can just generate new livestock if you get the banshees to reproduce. Now you that's might be true. thinking to yourself, well, aren't banshees all women? Uh, are, 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 can they really reproduce? Well, that's where you come in. Ex- <laughs> I actually never mind. I don't like that turn. I don't like that. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> it's fucking it. You dress up as a sailor and trick <laughs> hundreds of banshees into having sex with you so you can knock them up and eat their babies. <laughs> and I bet that I took then. it. Yeah, well, it's basically what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Is it gross? Yes. But the, look, it's an ugly world out there. It is. It's gonna, only going to get uglier. It's only going to get uglier. Yeah. So you got to get hotter. Mm hmm. So you can catch them banshees. You gotta, you gotta get fucking slick and sexy as possible so that you can seduce ghosts like, to cl- get your vitamins. Clean yourself up, you know, get yourself in good shape, you know, hit the gym and go from your regular six self to like a to like a soft seven. Yeah. Max out. Well here's <laughs> looks max, as the incels say. So so like and and here and it, here's the nice thing about it is that like it's a fucking it turns into something of a feedback loop. Mm. Where like you get hot, when you get hot, you fucking land banshees, mm-hmm. you eat the banshees, you get the vitamins. The vitamins make you even more healthy. Yes. Luscious your your skin is glowing. Yeah. You're luscious. Your hair is thicker than it's ever been. You're so hot. Oh God, the banshees want you even more. Yeah. You eat those banshees. You get even more vitamins. Yes. By and the you time get this sexier. process is over, you are twelve feet tall and your <laughs> penis is bigger than it was before. And you can have all the banshees you want. You're going to have 70 pack abs. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to turn into a centipede of abdomen. Of dab, that, that, uh, yeah. Fuck. A, a, a sexy centipede of abdominals. If you you're gonna eat, make your, you're gonna be able to make your abs move like the legs of a centipede. You're gonna be able to f- f- belly flop <laughs> onto your yeah, face and, and just ab crawl. Yeah, just like and skitter around on your abs. Banshees love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's fucking freaky. It's, yeah, and it's, it's very spooky. Yeah, and they're ghosts. Yeah, they love that stuff. They like to be freaked out. You you're know, be able to scurry up a wall on your abs. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is absentipede. There is there's at least one person listening to this like, yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, this is a fucking good episode so far. All right, all right. <laughs> like, you know what? Oh, I don't know how they figured out my incredibly specific kink, <laughs> but they fucking hit the nail on the head. Do you want to do another question? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do another question. Let's go. Let's take. Let's take a look. I'm going to scroll up a bunch. Okay. Like a lot. How can Bernie still win? <laughs> um, <laughs> has the Discord been open that, wrong, that I think long? So. What is that? That one is from uh, uh, December 22nd, 2020. Was oh man yeah that was um, that was right before yeah well um, well I'll tell you um, Bernie can still win mm-hmm. uh, by Bernie can mech suit. Bernie can win. Wait, what did you say? Mech suit. That's true. You know, I was like a Gundam. I was going to go for something a little bit more political, but that's probably a lot more practical. I mean, it would work. The thing is, I think that is Bernie Sanders' fundamental flaw, right? No mech suit. Well, well, that no, that's a symptom of the flaw. Okay. The, The 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 actual the flaw is that he cares too much 
mm. about the people is right. that like he is that he feels the need to win fairly as a as, as opposed to taking power in order to do what needs to be done he wants to earn not subjugate right exactly. and in the world to come you're going to want to subjugate people are going to respect you more if you subjugate and the world's coming soon and the best way to to get ready bernie if mm -hmm. you're listening get a mech suit look bernie you'll I know, be able to finally become president i know this is kind of and i look i love you i've i've i voted for you every time i've had mm -hmm. an opportunity to but i will like look i know it's not something you like to talk about but you are a millionaire yeah you are it's just a fact it's not your fault you know, you're a successful politician and you're in your fucking 80s. It's not like, your it's not, fault. <laughs> I'm serious. I kind of feel like that's how we'd feel about it. Like, it's like, look, it's not your fault you're rich. Like, it's just a kind of a circumstance of your existence. But that's, you do have all that money mm. and you're not spending it on fucking uh, jewels and, and and women like your contemporaries. You need to. So you should be spending it on a mech suit. A mech suit. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, like, say, like, Elon Musk would do. Right. And I'm sure he's got investments in mech suits right now. Um, and that's bad because we don't want to be subjugated by Elon Musk. No. We want to be subjugated by Bernie Sanders. We want to be subjugated Sanders. by Bernie Sanders because, like, we want – we don't want – you know, we want someone – we don't want an egomaniac who wants to take power for themselves. Right. We want a, We want a – we want a pragmatist who understands that – who, who, you know, Bernie is Bernie isn't going to isn't going to you know crush the head of the president b beneath his mighty metal boot. No, because he wants to be president. Right, he's doing it because he feels he needs to be president. Right, he needs to he he's the one who needs to be taking care of this shit. Right, because no one else is going to do it the way that it needs to be done. Right. And so Bernie, he wishes that there were other people with the same kind of integrity that he does, but there's just aren't any options. So he's got to be the one to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody else who currently has his integrity who wants that position and who's going for it and who's electable. And, yep. you know, so he's taking it upon himself. But the thing that he doesn't realize is that you can't you, you can't convince, uh, you know, neoliberals to to buy it, which is going to be a different thing than what neoliberals are. No, and the, they're going to be yeah. liberals, but they also have pyrokinetic abilities. Yeah. <laughs> and cool cool duster coats yeah, and sunglasses and like fucking like like visor sunglasses yeah. like you know that, that say led words on them. oh that's better than the matrix yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah i bought a pair of led uh sunglasses nice when i was in las vegas years cool. ago and um i lost them immediately oh, that they were sucks. like 40 dollars yeah that's very stupid. that's probably a lot yeah yeah that's a lot for sunglasses even it, if they do say cool words and also makes it so you can't see very well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they got words on them. Yeah. I wasn't, like, drunk, you know? Right. <laughs> so, like, where's the fun? Yeah. I feel I like you have to, to be say, drunk like, yeah, to no, enjoy that. It's, it's, it's a thing to do while you're drunk. Right. It's, it's not a, something it's, to do while you're sober. It, it's a thing that you do while you're drunk to entertain other drunk people. Yeah. But I was sober, and so was everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so but it was just like, why are you buying those? The the, the neoliberals are gonna have, be a bunch of fucking drunks. They're gonna be they're gonna be really drunk. Yeah. And <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna. You know, honestly, I don't know what their political affiliation is gonna be because who you know these things change over time. But I do know that they will be able to control. They will have control over the power of fire. Yeah. What are we talking about? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. The so only way he can gonna... defeat the neoliberals is by right. crushing them beneath his mighty Gundam boot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is I think it? that's the answer. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah, we very just have much to look, straightforward answer. I mean, he's the, he's too nice. Is the problem? He needs a mech suit. Too nice, and he needs to, he needs to do what needs to be done. Yeah, and what needs to be done is destroy the firebending neoliberals of the future. You, what you what you need in order to be a good leader is populist charisma, and a four hundred foot tall robot. Yeah, and um, he has one of those things. Yep. So you know, I don't, Bernie, I don't know if you're listening, but I I feel like this is. This is the time to start constructing your battle armor. The other way that you could become a a populist leader is through just lying for decades. That's also true. Yeah. But he he's he's got a bad start on that because he's like 80,000 years old. Right. He hasn't been doing it. That's the thing. And that's also why he needs the mech suit. Yeah. Because he's 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 old and frail. Yeah. You know, he needs he need he needs a, a physical form that embodies uh, and, the and, man that he is. And this is the reason why I hesitated so much to vote for Biden. Right. No mech suit. Yeah, exactly. Very frail. No mech suit. He's like suit. very frail, but like he doesn't have, you know. It's a like, mech suit. Yeah. You but know, Sandra I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a better suit. way to say it, but like that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Is that like, I, look, I can deal. Look, I look, you know, I, I, I can I can deal with Joe Biden being confused about how to walk off of a stage. Yeah. That's fine. But what is Joe Biden going to do when fucking Mothra fucking descends on New York City? Right. How is he going to deal with that problem? He, he hasn't, he's, he, he's given us no indication on how he's going to deal with that. He's he gonna, won't even talk about it. He's going to fucking scatter the troops. Yeah. And like, that's all well and good, but it's Mothra. It's fucking Mothra. You can't just take that thing down with, with bullets. It's, or bombs, and, it, and it, I just think it's and it's it's Mothra, but it's also it's it's just we're not even talking about fucking like, like King Ghidorah or nothing. Like this mm. is this is you know we're talking about, like Mothra is the fucking best case scenario. Yeah, you know, and one but Mothra. Mothra can be tamed if you just like get the magic flute and have like sing the, the song, like the yeah. two like shrine girls do the song. Yeah, and then like then then Mothra is okay. Right, you know, God forbid we have fucking. We we get we get we get a King Ghidorah or God or, God, or, or a Mecha Godzilla. You oh, know, forget about it. Yeah, and the only way you're going to be able to fight that is if you yourself can become a what's the word for it? That that big monster, uh, uh, a, ki- a kaiju yourself. Yeah, that yeah. Is, I thought I was going to say kaiju, and I was like, what if that's not the word? <laughs> what if that's the word for something else entirely? No, it is kaiju. It's you a Japanese right. word for like I don't know, like ball sack. Like I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, this 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 random one I just landed on is fine. Dear Chris and Well, people often want to check all the things off their bucket list before they die. Will this carry over to the hellscape of the world to come? If so, what would be on such a list? What? So that's I, really the question here is like, I, the, or at least the way I choose to interpret this question is like, what are the things in the apocalypse that you want to hit before you die? Like, and you and you're gonna die. Probably sooner than later. So, like, with the limited time you have, what are all the experiences that you need to check off that list? Um, taste human bone marrow for the first time. That's that. I I would say that's pretty good. Um, I uh uh uh, tame a wild Maurice. There 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 are a few creatures out there, more. They they call the wild Maurice the freest of all the beasts. Yeah, and if you can tame a wild Maurice, mm-hmm. uh, it's a very rewarding experience. Yeah. I I recommend at least trying at some point in your life. I don't know why the joke that was in my head was like, yeah, he'll do your taxes. 
No, that's good. No, well, you didn't laugh at it, so I disagree. Did you say he'll do your taxes? No, but it would, that's what I would have said. Well, it's still funny. Yeah. Just because I don't laugh doesn't mean it's not funny. I'm, I, I'm, I'm confident enough in my ability to make you laugh yeah. that I'm willing to chalk that joke up as a failure, oh. which is why I didn't say it. No, you, that's true. You didn't. That's true. You didn't tell that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No. Uh, Wild Maurice. Um, a Wild Maurice. Uh, you're I'm going to be wanna... honest. I don't picture a man. I picture that that thing right there. That's oh, Maurice. Oh, fuck. Or Morris, that depending on my mood. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of strange stuffed animals and stuff <laughs> you do. in you my living room. You do. A lot of just kind of... Guys. Kind of... Kind of a lot of skeletons and got it. You got rats. a lot of gadgets and knickknacks aplenty, you know? There's a... Who's it's and what's it's galore. Look at that. How do you feel about my Alex Gray squirrel painting? I saw it before. I like it. That's a that's a genuine limited print. Wow. Yeah. I just... I, I, I saw that he painted a squirrel, and I was like, this is everything to me. I must have it. Yeah. He's also a cult leader. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, very much so. Well, maybe I should respect him less. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know anything about him other than his paintings. So I mean, listen, he's not a cult leader in like a predatory sense, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but his museum is a registered church. Okay. Well, it's called Cosm, the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. That okay? Yeah, it's a cult. Yeah. That people go there for solstice celebrations and whatnot to do acid and talk about God. Another thing on uh, you should put on your bucket list in the yeah. world to come. Start a cult. Start a cult. Yeah. Start a cult. Get really good at painting or whatever. This is the thing about starting a cult is that yeah. it doesn't. Ha it's it's that it's truly it truly comes down to whatever it is that you are best at. Yeah. Just be good enough at it that people will think that you're like spiritually connected. Yes. If you're like really good at like, I don't know, uh, like 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 organizing dresser drawers <laughs> you you have to get so good at organizing dresser drawers that people start to think is this guy jesus right yeah or if you tame enough wild maurices right then they won't have a choice whether or not they think you're jesus yeah they will be utterly convinced it's a very hard thing to do right and also because you got all these fucking wild maurices at your beck and call yeah anyone who says you're not jesus is maurice food exactly you feed them to the Maurice. Yes. And Maurices are hungry. It's one they're, of the reasons why they're so difficult to tame. There's uh, the Maurices are fucking ravenous for the flesh of non-believers. It's it's funny. I I pointed to a stuffed animal that I told you was Maurice. Yeah. Uh but I'm now and have been since I said wild Maurice for the first time, not mm -hmm. really picturing that animal. Right. Wanting to picture that animal. Right. But instead picturing an overweight, balding man in his fifties yeah, no. running around on all fours. Yeah, that was that was what I was initially uh imagining. And when you pointed when you decided it was that thing, I was disappointed, but yeah. I wasn't gonna no and you. No, it's nice. Yeah. It's to, I want it to be that guy because right. I love that guy. Yeah, he's good. But, it would be nice if he was part of our little world. <laughs> yeah. And and I like to imagine that he is. Yeah. But ultimately a wild Maurice in my brain that's not what is conjured it's a man in a suit and tie yeah running around the forest outside my window right there on on all fours right. eating leaves <laughs> yes yeah and um i don't like him no i like this little animal guy he's cute and fun yeah but maurice but is he, a man but the thing you know the the issue is hmm. is that that thing over yeah. there that's what you want right that's not the truth right what you're seeing is for better or for worse the truth right 
And, and that's and something you have ugly. to, yeah, that's something you're gonna have to accept in the world to come. Yeah. Is that the truth is ugly. The truth is kind of a six. Yeah. The truth is kind of a six. <laughs> and you know, like, you know, what that, what that really means is you got to kind of, uh, uh, learn to accept what you have and learn to be happy with what you get from your life. Yeah. And so, you know, bucket lists, while there are things we would encourage you to try, like taming wild Maurices and starting cults. Wow, it is yeah, really, really. I was getting a little bit of loud a, out there. A little bit of spritz on my arm because it was next to the open window. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I, I was, I've been wondering if the uh, the sound of rain that's is going to be hearing. part of this episode. I, I kind of hope be. that it is. Yeah, that'd be kind of a fun vibe. I hope it is too. Yeah, uh, I, I like it a lot. It's um, it's nice. But things like bucket lists, yes. they're not going to make you happy. No. You know, they can be very rewarding at times. But if you focus on chasing things you want instead of learning to appreciate what you have uh -huh. and learning to accept the fact that wild Maurices, they don't like to be caught. Right. Yeah. Like if you go out to tame a, Mor a Maurice on your and that's on your bucket list and you feel like you're not going to die, like satisfy with your life without doing it. You got to let that go because most yeah, likely exactly. you won't be able to do it. Exactly, like it's it, you're not, you're not going to find happiness from the external. Okay, no, like exactly. things like like you know, like like money, power, influence. None of those things are going to make you happy. Okay, ketamine is going to make you happy. Yes, exactly, ketamine. So like that, it's a very easy bucket list. Yeah, find ketamine, do ketamine, and then honestly die. Yeah. Just, just kind of, you're done at that point. Keep doing ketamine until just keep you're doing done ketamine being alive. until your body can no longer handle more ketamine, yeah. and then do a little bit more ketamine, and then you're out. You're yeah. done. Overdose on ketamine. Yeah, that should be the only item on your bucket Good list. Just an overdose on ketamine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short bucket list, but right. it's it's easily accomplishable, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and really very uh, enlightening. You got to be here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to be here for a long time. No, you can't. You're not going to be here for a long time at all. And if you don't work for it, you're going to be here for a bad time. And, and if you a long are, time. if, if, and, and, if and here's the thing if things fall into a certain way and you do find yourself here for a long time, that's not good. Yeah. No, you want you what you want. You don't want the apocalypse. Look, we all agree that the apocalypse is good and mm -hmm. that we want it to happen. Right. But like you're going, you have to let go of this idea that like life is about like a long, like it needs to be like this like long drawn out thing. The whole right. point of the apocalypse is to burn out, is to like burn burn bright. Yes. And then burn out. Yes. Like Jim Morrison. Yes. Yeah. It's or gonna Amy be a real Winehouse, Kurt Cobain. Cobain. Yes, all these people who you should want to be like. Yes, people <laughs> like, who died in their know, mid to late twenties. You know, role models. People who who died at the hands of their own mental illness. Right. Exactly. That's who you want to be like. People who are fucking, like, who, who the whole goddamn world remember will remember them forever as drunken messes. Yeah. Like. People who like who the the incredible art that they made ultimately comes secondary to the part to the fact that they were a mess when they were alive. Yes, that's the kind of guy you want to be. like. You want to be like Jimi Hendrix, like Janis Joplin, right? Uh, like um uh 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 um. I was trying to think of like another musician I could add to that list that would be funny, and the only thing that kept coming to mind was Will Wood. <laughs> That's a sad joke. Yeah, and also yeah. Who, we don't. We I've never heard of that man. He's some obscure dickwad that nobody listens to. No, now he's, fucking he's lame. Beans and McSprouts. 
that guy fucking runs this town. Yeah, but I don't make music. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the character, man. I really am. It's not a character. I'm trying to, I'm trying to track this it. This is just who I am. Okay. My okay, name is Big Beans McSprout. Right. That's just okay. it. It's okay. the only thing you need to know. No, fine. It's the only thing you need to know is that my name is Beans McSprout, and I'm committing. <laughs> From here on out, my name is Beans McSprout. I, I, I mean, I tried I tried so hard. I tried to yes and. Why is it so I tried hard? To for well, you to call me by the name that I I've did. chosen. I called you Beans McSprout. Say it again. I just, I, your name is Beans McSprout. Say it again. Your name's Beans. And I never said that your name wasn't Beans McSprout. I just said Say that you it. did music. And apparently I was wrong about that. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, um. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to Life in the World to Come. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys have been so, like, just acceptably fine. You've been so understanding. We really appreciate the fact that you've listened to us today. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it means a lot that we're able to get these things off of our chest and kind yeah. of vent them. Because, like, putting them in words and putting them out there really reduces a lot of the shame. Yeah. And when and and when you and when you listen to our podcast and enjoy it. That psychic energy is filtered out into the collective unconscious, yeah. where it's then, uh, where where it then flows back into our bodies like ancient gods of old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we become more powerful every time you chuckle. Yeah, so fucking take in, take uh, fucking 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 roll back a, roll up a joint, fucking kick your feet up. Yep, and I guess I guess start the podcast over. Because, <laughs> because you know, because I'm, I, I'm kind of implying that you should start relaxing now. But the episode's about to end. Listen so again. Listen to, listen to it a second time, but really, really let yourself enjoy it. Tell all your friends about us. I know that you were like working out or like you know doing your homework while you were listening to this. Mm -hmm. I want you to listen to it again in the dark. In the dark. With, with five grams of dried psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, and the best headphones that you can find. And really yeah. just, like, try to pick it apart. Yeah. Try to really understand what we're really saying. If you have a sensory deprivation tank at your disposal yeah. and five dry grams of psilocybin mushrooms... Which is the only appropriate way to... Yeah. Yeah. It's the only, it's the only way you should be listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Um, and uh, tell your friends about us, you know, especially if any of them are big Beans McSprout fans. Yeah. Um, you know, go to life in the world to come a dot com. No, we don't have a website. No. Life in the world to come dot big cartel dot com. Uh, buy is the is the limited edition shirt going to still be here? By yeah, the time it'll, this is it'll probably still be there. Okay, I Until haven't seen I, it. Is it just like a it's like a gag shirt, right? Yeah, it's like it's a shirt that says uh, life in the world to come on it in Comic Sans. Um, but uh, I think I, I think four is spelled wrong. And uh, it's it's like in the way bottom That's right crazy. corner of the short shirt, so that part of the text is cut off. You know, it's interesting you say that because it's it's very funny that the word for is spelled wrong. Yeah, because uh, the word for is not in life in the world to come. Guys, thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com slash life in the world to come. come. Two is spelled wrong. It's the wrong oh, two. Yeah. Yeah. There's only I don't even know. Yeah, no. Four has two different ways you can spell it. I guess. Guys, thanks for listening to Life in the World to Come. You can find us on BigCartel.com, Life in the World, Patreon.com, no, Life in the World to Come. Patreon. The, the Patreon. Will. Dot. Willwood. Dot. Patreon. Welcome to. You buy Life in the World to Come. Dot. Edu. You You can buy everything as a lot on Bandcamp. You can go to www.willwoodinthetapeworms.com. Um, I actually think I do still own that URL, so don't go to that. All right. Um, go to go to beansmcsprout.com, unless that's like already somebody's you know, name. By, and you go to go to, like go a, to beansmcsprout.gov and buy 
all of his all of all of his his bespoke glass figurines. That's right. <laughs> That's what Beans McSpratton has been famous for the whole time. He makes he's like he's he's a a, a world renowned glass blower. Finally. Yeah. I feel fucking seen by you. <laughs> I feel like you've just been ignoring who I am. Well, you know, I finally I'm glad I'm glad it all finally clicked into place for me. I'm glad I finally figured out Beans McSprout. Beans McSprout. That's my name. Our Don't intro and outro fucking music forget it. is We Are the Hellhounds by the Taxpayers. And I, th- I think I've said all the things. Um, I think I've said all of them. We I don't think there's anything else to say. We didn't plug the uh, ads yet. Oh, the ads? Yeah. What are the ads? Uh, the sponsorships. Com- oh, the sponsorships. Um... Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by, um, oil. <laughs> Life the World to Come is brought to you by, by coal. By coal. Here at Life the World to Come, we think, we think, like, not only do we think that clean energy is for, is for pansies and yellow bellies. But we also think that crude oil is distasteful, and we're advocating. We're we're here to advocate going back to coal, permanently. Life in the world to come. Brought to you by oh uh, the Daily Wire. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. on that. We finally, we finally, we finally got picked up by a larger <laughs> network. <laughs> You know they're going to be taking care of running ads and stuff. I haven't yep. done a lot of research into like what they're all about, but yeah, I really have. I don't know. Daily you know, Wire. It's yeah, like some it's tech like, company it like kind of thing. But it's really nice that we have like the that we have their uh, some backing behind us now. Yeah, it's good to like have a little bit more money in the budget. And this particular episode was brought to you by the Traditional Values Coalition. Right. And this fucking Ben guy seems real nice. Yeah, Benny. I've, o- I've only had a couple conversations with him, but he seems like a really solid guy. He seems like a logical man. Yeah, he, he seems, seems like a really reasonable man. You like know, very, very well read. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, um, a- an excellent lovemaker. Right. That's mm-hmm. I get that impression looking at him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, All right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I really wish I really I really wish I had the thing over. <laughs>